This hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We talking about life and life to stream right to you. From the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, cause there it is. Welcome to another episode of There It Is, a comedy podcast for creators of any kind. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for being here. And we were off last week, so thanks for coming back. While we were off, I hope you checked out old episodes, which, in case you didn't know, you could find out on iTunes and SoundCloud, you can read up on old episodes on thereitispod.com, and you can read some other blogs there as well. We were off last week because Justina and I took a trip back home. It was our first trip since Justina and I moved up here, so, um, and Justina is here with me today, so we can talk about what the experience of going back to your old haunts is like after you've moved away, so... Hello, Justina. Hello. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. Uh, this will be a shorter episode, but hopefully you will get some encouragement and helpful thoughts for yourself when you visit your old clubs and theaters after you've moved away. So let's get into it. Uh, Justina, what... Well, here's a question I have for you. Okay. So what was going through your mind when we got back? Um, like when we hit the ground, when we were back, or back at the old theater, or... Uh, just like, yeah, hitting the ground. Hitting the ground running. No, um, just... <laughs> I don't know. I was really, really happy to be back. I really miss my family, so mm-hmm. it was good to see them, and I was really mm-hmm, looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing them of and course. spending time with them. And I don't know. I won't say it felt like it, like I never left, because Greenville, the town that we're from, is growing <laughs> way fast yeah it is so it's easy to tell the differences since we've been there so that was sad but good it's good to see the town growing but um you know not being there for the change can be hard sometimes yeah was uh was that kind of a culture shock uh no i wouldn't say it was a culture shock i would say it was uh hey what are you doing (laughs) greenville shock (laughs) I think there are good changes. I 100% agree. <laughs> but it's still, when you're not there for the change, it it's, I don't know, I don't know, I can't say this is the same for everyone, but it makes me sad. Like, every mm. time I go back to Charleston, mm. gosh, Yeah, well, you went to college, so and that's fast. where you first started doing improv. Yeah, and it's always Theater true. 99, shout out to Theater 99. Uh, shout out. <laughs> for me, uh, it was certainly nice to be back, and it was so much greener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, South Carolina. So the difference, I guess, between like Brooklyn or New York City, uh, and where we're from in South Carolina, for if you're walking around New York City, everywhere where you see cement, um, and put, dog poop, yeah, uh, switch that to kudzu <laughs> and dog poop. <laughs> but it's so well hidden. <laughs> yes. Uh, just so green everywhere. Uh, it was also nice just to be back in places that were familiar, that I'm, places I'm so incredibly familiar with. And, you know, it was just kind of like putting on an old pair of jeans that always fit perfectly. Yes. But you haven't worn them in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, 
it was definitely nice uh nice seeing people nice being back uh so that was my feeling like you know as soon as the uh the tires of the plane touch the ground mm-hmm. um touchdown <laughs> land of the delta blue oh my god in the middle of the pouring rain that was uh in just a small town yeah. so we got to perform a decent amount too yes i was in two shows yeah you were uh, in three yes uh which was great i was in three oh well then i was in three the jam i was in three Oh, well, there is four then for me and three for you. Right. Okay. Um, because the first night you were sick. Correct. So it's the only reason it would have been four for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not because down south, it's like, the man has to have more. Except that it kind of is. I mean, except that it kind of is. Just yeah. not not in our shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not in our old theaters. Um, we got to perform stand-up and improv. Mm-hmm. And we did more improv than stand-up. Because yes. we just did the one night of stand-up. But uh, the theater we're at now, the Magnet, great theater, we're learning a, a an approach that is different than our old, also great theater, mm-hmm. has to improv. So did you notice any difference when it came to performing, when you're like getting back into the groove of the old style that we were so used to? after five months of being immersed in a new style yeah it was definitely different i feel like at magnet they from only five months of being there from Mm -hmm. what i can tell it's a little at the beginning of scenes there's a different pace like i think it's a little slower at magnet so that um players can get a good idea of what's happening in the scene Whereas at Alchemy, where we were taught, and and from what I see, it, it, you know, what they do at Alchemy, and what I remember doing at Alchemy is we got to get the game clear at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then play the game. And then hard. play the game. Um, whereas at Magnet, it's we you can start a scene without necessarily having a game, and then figure it out with your partner, mm-hmm. which can happen at Alchemy. But I think they stress more, you know, start with your game. You right. Know? Yeah. Um, also, I would say that. Um, both places are very friendly and welcoming. Mm-hmm. And but 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 differences. Uh, I don't know. It's just the magnet is an older theater, and mm-hmm. they have a different way of doing shows, and you can't help but notice it mm-hmm. because they're an older theater. Yeah. But yeah, both, yeah. you know, present a professional show. You know, you feel like you're going to the movies, but <laughs> yeah, it's live. Yeah. Know? I mean, it's it. I didn't necessarily expect uh, that to notice any difference necessarily. You know, like when it came to me playing with people. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when you go to any two different theaters and you're you're just seeing the shows, they're they're different because they take different approaches. Mm-hmm. But I just wasn't anticipating when I was on stage to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we don't do this thing here that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was certainly great to perform with friends again, and I feel like it kind of fit like a glove to a certain degree. Um, you know, I was sort of playing like I was playing before the first night I got to perform. The second improv show was a little different for me. I felt kind of in between the way I'm learning to play 
at Magnet and the way I learned to play at Alchemy. So I felt it a little hard to almost meld the two worlds. And I'm blaming myself there. I'm, I'm, not, I'm certainly not blaming anyone with Alchemy because, again, it's a great theater. But uh, the first night I was just sort of so excited to be back that I was not really thinking and it wasn't in my head. And then the uh, next night I was like, yeah, let, let me try to like fit in some of these things that I've been studying these last few months. And um, it's just a different play. So it didn't fit in. And um, so I kind of felt like, oh, maybe I should have just approached it the way people approach things here. Mm -hmm. But that goes back to listen to what's going on and pay attention. And I've heard that uh, a lot of people who are successful actors and, and improvisers, when they go to another theater, that definitely has a different style, then they will sort of check out how they play first mm-hmm. and then just sort of adapt yeah. to the space, which I think makes a lot of sense. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of weird. Like the sort of stories that I've heard about that, like the guy who played Badger on uh, Breaking Bad is a good improviser. I forget his what? name, but he's a really good That's improviser. Awesome. And Greg Tavares at Theater 99, who you, I, I'm not telling Who's you. Who's that? Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to tell you who it is, but to the listener. He's on a previous episode. He's a, a, one of the co-founders of Theater 99. He's a fantastic improviser. And he was just telling me about how that guy has a different approach. And uh, it just sounded like that guy sort of, when he was playing with these different people and people have a completely different approach, he just sort of paid attention and just adapted to the moment and still did his thing, but uh, did it in a way that worked and uh, didn't get in his own way. So I think that's good. That's a that's a good lesson to learn. Uh, overall, what would you say the trip was like for you? We were there for 10 days or something like that. Um, We were there for eight days. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. No, no, no. I mean, a like... A long trip. That's a big vacation. Yeah. I can't believe I got that much time off of work. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to work. Um, But I want... I, I don't know... It was busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was fun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it was also relaxing. But relaxing definitely comes in third or fourth because we I was just trying to fit in so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Stuff being seeing friends and supporting friends in their shows and mm-hmm. doing a couple of my own shows and um, walking the dog, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. We have dogs. Yes. In South Carolina. <laughs> They're, that aren't here. Uh, no, your your family has four dogs. Yeah. The audience needs to know. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, I think for me being back, it was a, it was definitely a good trip. I do think I did too much, um, but it was nice to uh, play with friends again and to see everybody and of course see family. But um, oh, I don't mean but, but. Uh, as far as performing was concerned, uh, doing stand-up again at, you know, kind of home base was good for me because here um, I would just gotten in my head too much about performing and how to approach it. And so I'm glad that I was sort of reminded of how that goes. And another thing that was good for me was that it reminded me of my purpose for moving. 
and it reinvigorated me to uh, to to focus on what I left for, like why I came up here. I left the people I love and this place I love for a reason and for a purpose. So I can't let like whatever stress or whatever is going on uh, sort of get in the way and distract me from right. accomplishing the goals that I came up here for. I think that was a really good thing for me of of saying. You know, and that and that was an immediate thing that I took back to of, oh gosh, I love it here. I love all these people, and I left it. Right. And so that that has weight. That mm-hmm. means something, and uh, it's good to like be reminded that yeah. yeah, you do love all these people and you do miss these people, but it it must have really meant something to you to say, let's move to mm-hmm. New York. Yep. So that was good for me. Final question for you, Justina. Okay. <laughs> and for me. Um, do you have any advice for people who are who have already moved away and then they moved away from their home base to some other place to pursue their dreams or uh, pursue something and they're coming back to their home base and uh, or they're about to come back or maybe they're leaving today? to go back to their home base and they're listening to this right now what advice would you give them about visiting their home base Mm -hmm. just don't over schedule yourself because you're gonna have a lot of friends that are gonna want to hang out and get brunch Mm -hmm. and get a drink so my method for that which i'm not saying everyone should do this but my method for that was like I basically told no one that I was going down. I told my family. And then I just, my friends would find out when I was down there that Mm -hmm. I was down there. You know what I mean? That way I wouldn't go go around overbooking myself. Also, um, just, just, just soak it in. Don't take it for granted that you even have a home base. You know, not everyone has a home base. Some people move to New York or Chicago or LA and that's it. And they don't have a home base to go back to. So Mm -hmm. if you are so lucky to have a home base... You know, really soak it in. Um, yeah, that's really good. And, you know, for me, that meant hiking, and that meant getting up before 7 pretty much every day <laughs> because I know I can't hike as much here. Mm-hmm. And spending time with my mom, even if it was just messing around at her house just so I could be at her house, you know what I mean? And, and then I guess... Um, don't forget about your obligations at home. The whole time that I was in New York, and, and not the whole time, but when I was in South Carolina, I was still looking for apartments. You yeah. know, we, we need to move mm-hmm. here pretty soon. So I was still looking at apartments. I was still thinking about, you know, where I live now, which is New York. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my advice. Um, and ultimately just do what makes you happy and feels you less, makes you feel less stressed. Yeah. Uh, I would, uh, just like to reiterate don't plan too much uh, because I did. <laughs> and it's not that I wish I hadn't done any of the things that I did, but for one, um, my old car broke down. Yeah, that's unforeseen. And, you know, there were just some unforeseen things that I didn't anticipate would happen mm-hmm. that happened. And that's going to happen to just about anybody mm-hmm. who's going to go on a long you know, trip like that. Uh, they're going to uh, have stuff come up that they weren't expecting. And so don't plan so much that you don't have any wiggle room when that unexpected stuff happens. And then also you're just going to get tired. I mean, here's the thing. 
going back home is is a part of self-care. You're hearing a lot of that nowadays, I think. You hear a lot about self-care. Yeah. And if you moved away and you've been gone five months and you go back home to see your family and your friends, that's part of self-care. Mm-hmm. And so if you book yourself so much that you aren't really able to just taking you away from those friends and your family, I feel like I wasn't at my mom's house as long as, as often as I should have been because I was running around town so much. Mm-hmm. Chasing um, me like you do. <laughs> but but for real, like I think I, I did so much. I was away too much in the sec- the first weekend was perfect uh and like so reinvigorating but the second half of the trip was kind of stressful yeah because i was i was getting up early i was running around i was going driving long distances and so um i shouldn't have done that i should have booked it to where maybe one day is kind of busy but (laughs) other than that uh it's not you know so that would be my advice. Don't overbook yourself and recognize that being there is part of your self-care. So you really have to make the decision to relax. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people talk about work hard, play hard. But playing hard is sort of just sort of like maybe getting out some of that extra energy that you have so you can sleep at night. But you need to relax when you're on vacation. You need, when you're away from the work hard play hard stuff you need to be able to recharge your batteries so that's all i have do you have anything else you'd like to add nope um except that thanks for listening yeah and friends who are back home listening thank you for coming out and uh next time we're there we want to play and uh we'll plan a night where a bunch of people can hang out so that we can spend time with our family more. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we can't we can't plan every night to be with people. And yep. That sucks, but it's the reality. Uh, but we do love you all. And for anyone who uh, is in the same position that Justina and I are in, we feel you. We feel your pain. I mean, I feel it. And <laughs> we hope that you got something from this and that you, you look to your trip as a place to recharge your batteries and sort of reinvigorate your passion. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at There It Is Pod and at Jason Far Jokes on Twitter. That's my joke account. And at Jason Far Picks on Instagram. Listen, those are really, really thoughtfully. <laughs> put together handles there at Jason Farr Jokes and at Jason Farr Picks. It's about as creative as Dave Matthews Band. That's kind of piggybacking on a joke that he made about naming the band Dave Matthews Band. That's today's episode. I hope you were entertained and inspired. Until next time, be good to each other. That sounded insincere. Seriously, though. Be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr.